for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. I did cause all the problems, okay. but then I apologized. Okay. And then I think we're good now. I believe my purpose here on Earth. I'm a bullshit police officer. Okay. I'm the bullshit police. All of you have either quit or been fired before. Andrew, did you quit? A little of both. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Hey, it's Jeff Lewis, and I have issues. In today's episode, Carrie Lewis joins the show. We talk about abduction, TV for the blind, and studio apartments. Happy some, uh, New Year, Jameson. Happy Welcome New Year, back. everyone. Thank you. I'm happy oh, to be back. It is so nice to have you back in the studio. Alyssa is no longer in the studio with us. <sighs> and again, the energy has shifted. Feels good. <laughs> Don't you think? I love that song. There's Zachy. Hi, Zach. Good morning, sweetie. I just saw Zach walk by. Oscar, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jeff. What did you do for New Year's oh, Eve I, and day? I, uh, I cooked. I worked New Year's Eve, and then I cooked shrimp broil uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Worked? Where did you work? You, you didn't work here. I worked at my other job. What's your other job again? Uh, I work for a baseball team, oh. a sports radio station. Oh, and as an announcer? No, no, no. As a board operator. Oh, you're a board? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Or you probably told me before. <laughs> right? Did he tell I, me? I, yes. I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. <laughs> well, um, anyway, it's nice to have everybody back. It's nice to have uh, I have some exciting news. Uh Gage did return Monroe at um, per our custody agreement Sunday at noon. We had a very nice New Year's Eve, very quiet. So last year, um, I did not have Monroe because I only have her during the odd years for holidays. So um, last year, it was a very different last year because we went out. We all went out last year. Got came into my apartment. It was storming, raining. We went to high tops. I remember the rain last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we stayed out late. We had, a, we had a really fun. It was probably one of the best New Year's I've ever had. But this one was very different, but nice. <clears throat> it was we went down to Grandma and Grandpa's. They cooked. They took great care of us. We spent the night. Oh, nice. I slept like nine hours. Oh, like went nice. into a coma. How late did Monroe make it? Uh, nine forty-five. Did you guys do East Coast New Year's? Pretty much. You you, we you just can pretend. watch the ball drop on the East Coast. Yeah, and it, we tell our kids it's actual New Year's. <laughs> to put At nine to o'clock, <laughs> and then we put them to bed. We're like, oh, Happy New Year! Time for bed, and it's like nine thirty. <laughs> well, I love uh, whenever I go to t- uh, my dad's house because when I go to there, um, all all the the TV shows that they record. They have a very, like, American Greed, mm. Very Scary People, which is, I started watching Very Scary People. What's that? Um, Monroe was playing, and I was watching, it was basically about the Ken and Barbie killers, oh. which is, so it's kind of like a docu kind of situation where um, Ken, the Ken and Barbie killers, I have no idea, they were in, in the 90s in Canada, they would 
together as a team, like abduct and kill people. And so I was following the story of poor Leslie who got abducted and um, Monroe was kind of looking at it, but then not. And then she had a lot of questions about Leslie, how she got abducted. What does abducted mean? Why did they push her in the car? And I said, well, they didn't see her. I said, Leslie didn't see them coming because there was, it was pretty, basically the, what the woman did, she was like, um, she, they parked the car in the church parking lot. And she had like a map out on her hood of her car. Right. And then, you know, sweet Leslie, who's only like 14 or 15, she, the woman asked for help. Can I help you with that? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the guy came and then hit her behind the head. Oh, so Monroe was asking about this, you know, and I said, look, I said, you got to be careful. I said, because people know who you are and people know who I am. So, you know, if, I said, let's do a little role playing here. And I said, okay, so I come up. Hey, Monroe, I'm friends with your daddy, Jeff. Get in the car. He told me to pick you up. So we did these role playing where she knows what to do if that ever happens. So it made sense to her because basically in my scenario, I said, hey, I'm friends with your daddy, Jeff. And I said, how do you respond? And she said, my daddy doesn't have any friends. <laughs> I said, see, that's how you know they're lying. <laughs> So we, so I think we got that very clear. Like I, and I'm going to continue to do like role playing workshops with her. That's smart. Yeah. Can to I tell avoid... you in my family, what yes. we do is we have a, a secret word that only the four of us know. So if there's ever a time when someone says, I need you to come with me, I'm going to take you somewhere. Your mom sent me. Then my kids know to say, well, what's the secret word? And if the person doesn't know the secret word, because of course, if there was an emergency and I told like, if, if I sent Shane to pick up the kids, I would tell him the secret word. And if the person doesn't have the secret word, then they can't go with them. I need a secret word. You need a secret word. We've got to figure it out. Don't say it here. Don't say it. It won't be secret. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not going to say it here. You have trouble keeping a secret, <laughs> Jeff. I don't know. You have to change the word every We chose the best secret days. word. <laughs> so, of course, you know, it's a production when we go. She was so excited to spend the night at Grandma and Grandpa's. So, it's a whole production of what stuffed animals we're bringing, which squishmallows. Of course, I've caught her, I forgot her blanket like a dope, but I remembered everything else and her pillow, which is important. So, then she wants to bring Melody, which is her doll. So Melody goes in the stroller and she starts talking to Melody. Melody, you're going to ride in the stroller. I will take you out when we get to grandma and grandpa's. And um, she said, I know you're upset. I know you're upset. She goes, it's very hard to be a single mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a random, weird That's thing random. to say. That's random. Uh, I went to uh, San Francisco on... Saturday night? Was it yeah. Saturday night? Uh -huh. Just a quick trip, dinner with friends, and back on Sunday you morning. You don't have any friends. <laughs> You're right. They're kind of a business associate. <laughs> actually. You're right. It's pushing it. But I, I think we're practicing. friends. We're friendly. Yeah. Um, we do need a secret word, I think. Yeah. So I get on the jet suite um, airline, right? And it's pretty easy. You just pull up to that terminal. It's like a private terminal, terminal in Burbank. And... I get on my plane, and it's those are tiny planes, right? Mm -hmm. So when I get on, so uh, oh, it's like one of those puddle jumper planes. Yeah, and it's just a quick, you know, you're, it's you, like you, fifteen. You're from oh, like, Jet Suite. I jet thought suite. you meant JSX. J jet Suite. Yeah, that's oh. the same thing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so sorry. So I try. I always try to give people the benefit I of the doubt. I thought you was Jet Blue. I got confused. No, not Jet Blue. Jet Suite. Okay, let me have another sip of coffee. <laughs> so there's not a lot of people on the plane to for whatever reason on this particular flight so i i'm in 4a 
And I'm looking and I can see like the plane's kind of old. So the, the numbers are kind of rubbed off on the, on the seats. But all you have to do is count, right? So I walk in. I'm in row four. I just count. One, two, three, four. And I sit down. Sure enough, when I finally can see the numbers, I'm in the right one, 4A. So then these two women came on, and one was dumber than the next. And <laughs> Like me. <laughs> they come on. Carrie and Danielle. <laughs> and they pass my row, and they go over to around row six, and they're confused. They can't find the number. And they said, oh, what, you know, what? What is this? What row is this? And it's just me and another guy on the plane. Like he's in front of me. And so they're like, what, what row is this? And you could tell they're having the hardest time and they're trying to see the numbers. I mean, it's not that difficult. So it's like, oh, this is six. Okay. And I could hear them say, what row are we in? And it's, they, the, the one woman says three. So she goes to the next row <laughs> and she's like, what's, which one's this? Oh, God. oh this is five. <laughs> And these two are taking like literally, and I'm, I'm just, don't get involved. Shut the fuck up. Mind your own business. Be quiet. But they're annoying me. Then it's like the next row. They're like, okay, so we're looking for three. Okay, this is four. And I said, three's right before four. It's right there. There's your row. And then the guy, the guy, because I was a kind of a bitch like that. And the guy in front of me like turned around like, you're a dick but you know what it went on for like minutes and minutes and minutes how hard is it to count the goddamn rows if this is six and you're in three just count you don't have to see the numbers yeah you're just helping them they were confused they had tickets for a jet suite flight but they're on jsx <laughs> they, were very confused. they didn't know where they were am i on the right plane <laughs> it was just <laughs> what day is it <laughs> annoying it was just annoying can but... i tell you about my amazing travel experience speaking of travel did you take the Porsche Where to the plane? Where did you go? Oh, I flew to New Jersey for the holidays. Oh, okay. But I was sitting in my seat. I always get asked to move because I'm a, almost always a solo traveler. And you also have a very friendly face. People think, and yeah, people think they can push you around. It was a three four three. I was friendly. on the aisle of the four, and then you know a two year old sat next to me and her mother, and I was like, ah. God's children are wonderful, but I was I didn't want to do that. Nobody wants to do. I don't no. even want to sit to my own next to my right. own two year old, much less someone else. <laughs> so I was like, whatever, we're here. I'll put on my headphones. Then maybe five minutes later, this man comes up to me. He's ready, and he says, "Hi, this is my family. I would like to switch seats with you. It is not an upgrade. It's the middle seat behind you, and I'm going to pay you two hundred dollars." Oh, wow! And I was like, "That's how oh. you ask. That's how you ask." He was like prepared, so I was like, "Well, you don't have to pay me, but but I'll take the seat." <gasps> what? Well, you have to say no once. And then he's like, no, I insist. I was like, okay, I'll take it. So I did. Wow. So you got 200 bucks? And everyone won. I will say that seat was incredibly uncomfortable. And the way the, the seat apparatus was, I had to move to the side, which I thought was That's crazy. a long flight, too. But I didn't want to sit next to that two-year-old. No. And I passed out Sounds on that like flight Sounds like a win-win. Anyway. And you needed win -win. the $200. It, I Desperately. did. Who doesn't want $200? And I thought, I, I, that was his starting price in retrospect. He took yeah. out a wad <gasps> of bills. You know, I wasn't going to like, you know, it's the holidays. I'm not going to ruin now, it. I'd switch for five. <clears throat> how did it happen that I wonder if he was willing to pay extra for the seat? Why didn't he just get the three in a row? Let me tell you, I know what happened. So I was like, oh, you guys couldn't get seats together. He's like, no, we got rebooked from last night. And what mm. the story oh. I made up in my mind is he made that family late. They were on the red eye so their kid could sleep overnight. They missed the flight because of him. And his wife said, you figure out a way to get you're not sitting next to our daughter that whole trip. And so he paid his way into my seat and it worked. That was your theory of what happened. That's my theory. He was also theory. super cute. Oh, he was? Super so he's cute. a DILF. Yeah. You should have cute. Wow. I did take a picture. <laughs> it, was, it was too dark. It was too, you can't really tell. You just see a shadow. What airline was that? This was United. 
But I mean, I've been asked a hundred thousand times, and usually it's a one, it's an even trade, you know, aisle yeah. for aisle or something. But sometimes it's not. And I thought it was very decent of this person to realize you're asking a lot of a person. So. I've never been asked to move, and I've never asked someone to move. Is that mm. unusual? I've been asked to move, and I've never been offered money. Have we asked anyone to move? Um, no. Maybe you and I have, if we want to sit in it together. But we trade. We- if it's first class, it's all the same. No, but if you trade, like, if some guy's next to me in, like, row two and then you're in one, we might ask them. But that's no big yeah. deal. It's like like you said, it's like a same seat, really. It's just one row up or one row behind. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. I don't ask anyone to go into a middle seat or anything like that. No, that's rude. Right. Unless you give them $200. Right. Unless Even then, it's a, it's a big ask to go in that. I hate the middle seat. I mean, that's five hours in the middle the seat. The only thing that I don't like is, I'm sure I've been asked, I have been asked to move, is if my, my luggage is already in the compartment above, and they want me to go further, and now I'm thinking, well, how am I going to get my bag when we, when we land, and I'm going to have to like go backwards, and then I'm all situated. Like, everything's, yeah, that's everything's put away. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's the first thing I do. I put my phone here, and I'm going to get the headset out. I get everything ready, and then to have me move, it's kind of pain in the ass. I mean, I will say that I, I, I wouldn't mind moving if someone asked me, as long as it was like for like. It wouldn't really bother me, but I see your point. Like, if, you, if you're being asked to move further in the front of the plane, and you already put your luggage in the back, how are you, you're going to have to wait to get your luggage. That would be an inconvenience, but it probably wouldn't matter as much if I was given some cash. No, don't get defensive. I'm just, it's, I'm just asking. <laughs> okay. What was what did Frank do for like the holidays? Thank you for asking. Oh, you weren't together? No. Well, his oh. family's in Florida, so he spent Christmas with his family. Okay. I spent Christmas with my family in New Jersey. Okay. And then we uh, came together for New Year's, so we spent New Year's together. Sort of here. Course. Yes, here, here in, in LA. Angeles. Okay, yeah. so nice. so okay, you spent uh, holidays apart, mm-hmm. and then you came together on New Year's Eve, or uh, no, the day before, the thirtieth, okay. the thirtieth, and yes. then okay. when Frank got home. Mm-hmm. How long did it take for him to see you? Well, just... I got home on the 30th, and I put my bags down, and then we went out to dinner. That night? That's that night. The same day you that got home? same day. See, we've, we're evolving. <laughs> wow. And then was that, uh, did you um, stay the spent night the together? 30th, no, not that night. We spent the 30th together. Okay, wait a minute. So... You didn't spend the night together on no. the 30th? No. I didn't want to, because I wanted to take a workout class early the next morning. I wanted to have a whole day to get all my things done and catch up so that I could enjoy New Year's Couldn't he leave in the morning when you went to the workout class? I mean, he could have, but I didn't want to. No, it's just asking. Did you guys have sexy time before? We're we're good, Carrie. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So how many nights nights were you apart? Uh, I I don't know. Nine nights? Something like that? Oh, that's a long time. And then the first night, you guys didn't stay together. Nope, we didn't. But he says that they hooked up. Yes. So who cares if they slept in the same bed? Okay, yeah, sure. I, that doesn't bother I'm, me. I'm just asking the questions. I, I, I am did, not making any judgments. You are making judgments. I am not. As usual. Thank no, you, because Carrie, people, are gonna, yeah. people are going to come after me, and I don't want that. And so that's why I'm simply just asking questions. Uh-huh. So on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. did you spend New Year's Eve together? Oh, but of course oh, we how did. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh, we had a what really did you, nice What night. did you both do? We went to a friend's house party in Burbank. Hot Pink Pineapples was there. Oh. <laughs> Hot Pink Pineapples. Uh, no, did she no have an reason. activation? No, but she had a super cute outfit on, yeah. No oh, she did? Yeah. Did you tell Carrie who Hot Pink Pineapples is? Hear- it's my creative friend. That That's her Instagram <laughs> handle. And uh-huh. she had a wreath-making class at the Beverly Center. I took the class. Jeff thought it was Alone. crazy. Frank didn't go. That's like didn't a super go. white person thing to do. <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a white person thing. Yeah, it's like a, I took a well, cheese, you would know. cheese board making class once. And it <laughs> oh, was you like, did? It was the whitest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but I can make a mean cheese board. 
That's nice. And you guys spend the night together that night? Yes, we did on New Year's. Yeah, we had a really nice New Year's. We rang in the New Year really well. It was really sweet. I really Aww. think things are moving forward with you two. And we face, he got to FaceTime all my family. So at my Christmas on Friday with my immediate family, we FaceTime with him. So he got to see my mom and my nieces. And my brother, Have you my all introduced each other to family yet? He hasn't met any of my family yet, uh-huh. but I've met his family. So it felt like, it felt like there needed to be some kind of introduction of sorts so this was a good time for them to meet and it was sweet on facetime yeah because you know that's that's what we got welcome to 2024 yeah yeah well that's great well wait now why has he met why have you met his family they came out here by circumstance his parents have been here twice already oh okay okay unrelated to me. But your family hasn't been here. Not yet, since, exactly. But since, it felt like, okay, we're 10 months in. I feel like you need to have some kind of yeah, connection. Yeah, for so sure. It was really sweet. It was nice. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Did you go out, Oscar? No, you said you worked on New Year's Eve. I did. I worked on New Year's Eve, so I didn't get to go out. But I did want to go to, there was a lot of parties in West Hollywood that all of my friends went to that I really wanted to go, but I had to work. What time were you off work, though? Uh, Nine o'clock. You didn't think, oh, I could go to a party after? No, I'm 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 dealing with some things at home, and I just wanted to go and make sure everybody was taking care of. We didn't know anything about something at home. What's going on at home? Uh, just a little personal. I mean, Jeff, he clearly doesn't want to talk. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off here. Okay, fine. Okay. Now, your family, (laughs) you went to uh, for New Year's. Were you in Big Bear? We came back on the thirty first. We came back that day because Todd wanted to miss the holiday traffic. So annoying. Like, who fucking goes out of town and then comes back on New Year's Eve? Doesn't Don't most people come back New Year's Day? Okay. Yes, they do, according to Todd, which is why we didn't come back New Year's Day, because he wants to outsmart everyone else. But can I ask you, was there any traffic? There wasn't, because we left early in the morning, okay. and then the girls screamed the whole way down the mountain about their ears, because everyone had a head cold, and it was a <laughs> lovely drive home. It was okay. awesome. In In the new van? In the new van, yes. How, the Honda how, Odyssey. How did it do? The Toddyssey is what I call it. <laughs> Odyssey. It's no longer an Odyssey. After I got that credit card bill and I saw how much he spent on those upgrades. He thought he was going to fool you. I mean, I I can't even imagine why he would think that he could fool me about now, something like that. Was he happy with what he got for Christmas? Well, uh, your brother got a new van. He mm-hmm. also, we went to um, Cowboy Christmas in Vegas and he got a new winter hat, cowboy hat, which then has to also be molded and, and like branded and everything and that was probably you know seven hundred dollars all in okay then um i mean multiple things happened in the several weeks before christmas and every time it happened one of the reasons i wasn't as annoyed about the cars because he kept saying to me don't worry about it you know this will be my christmas gift and this is this means more to me than anything and blah 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 and i was like well obviously i'm going to get him something to open on christmas but it's not going to be something lavish because we've spent all this money Right. On things that he wants. And then let's just, um, for the people that don't know, so Todd turned in his, now he had perfectly good minivan. And well, it did have bald tires okay. that he refused to replace. Right. But so other than that, it was perfect. So he good. turned it in early, which costs money when yeah. you turn in a lease early. It was up in March, and he turned it in in December. Which was is... it November or December? Now I can't remember. I think Probably it was November. November. And yeah. that costs a little bit of money when you get out of a lease early, correct? I mean, of course, yeah, because you pay all the payments, essentially. Right. So you allowed him to do that because he was very excited about the new Tadasi. Mm-hmm. So then when he got the Tadasi, which is a lease, he then, now you knew he was going to do a little bit of upgrades to the Tadasi. But he ended up doing somewhere between five and six thousand yeah. dollars in upgrades All for the in. lease for a yeah. lease that's going to go back. Now, when does the lease go back? Because he'll probably turn it in early. Well, this one will not be turned in early. 
No, it's a three-year <laughs> lease. Yeah. And he'll keep it the whole three years. He will. Yeah. It's not an option. It is not an option. No. Okay. So he got the Tadasi, and then he got the he got all the upgrades, and then it sounds like he got a you know a beautiful cowboy hat. Now is he going to wear that? It actually is really hot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so is it more for role playing or is it for out in public? It's like all of it. It's really hot. <laughs> I really like it. It's really it looks really good on him. Yeah. We had yeah. Okay. Did he take it to Big Bear? I love how you are getting so uncomfortable to ask me about it, but you're willing to totally interrogate poor Oscar. I'm not uncomfortable at all. Well, it's because it's my brother. I know. You, get you know what I mean? Like, it's out. weird because it's my brother. Okay. But, okay. So, have you used the cowboy hat? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And we used it for what? <laughs> Role playing. Um, I mean, foreplay ish, kind okay. of, but not like in the middle of. Right. With he the doesn't want to, like, bend it. <laughs> He's like, dent it or bend it. It's an expensive hat, but it looks really good on him. It's navy okay. blue. It's fitted chic. well. It's very chic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was that Carrie? Carrie's voice. That's good. That's um, me and reverse cowgirl. So then, so then, what happened on Christmas? What did he open? Um. Well, quit. I take the girls shopping every year for him and let them pick something out from them for him. So Quinn got him a heated camping chair that she can um that he can bring to her soccer practices so that he can watch. At night, because the games during the winter or the the practices are all at night and it's very, very cold. So he'll wait in the car with his like <laughs> seat warmers on and listen to his shows or whatever. And he can't really watch. And But in the summer, he'll like stand there and watch her. So she got him a heated chair so that he could. That's a good gift. It was a good Great. gift. That's a very practical gift. Yeah. And it's a really comfortable chair. It was. Okay. Yeah. And then did he expect something else? And then Pepper got him a bunch of um, hockey socks. Okay. Because, nice. you know, he likes to play hockey, and they're all King's hockey socks. Mm -hmm. And then um, I got him a cologne because he wears this disgusting cologne that I can't stand, and I keep <laughs> asking him to replace it, and he won't. So then I bought him a new cologne. Okay. Um, and, yeah, he, he, he seemed a little, like, disappointed. Really? He did. He told me, um, well, actually, he seemed, like, not impressed, which, you know, it's like Christmas. Like, I don't have time to worry about that. But then he came on with Monica and um, on the after show and talked about how oh. he had asked for a computer bag and didn't get it. And oh. he mentioned it several times. So I messaged him after the show and I said, I'm so sorry Christmas was such a disappointment for you. <laughs> when you um, got to run errands in your brand new Tadasi in your cowboy hat. I guess you were really wondering why you didn't get that computer bag that I priced out was $1,500. And I yeah. just felt like it was seemed like a lavish gift considering your birthday's in three months. But maybe you won't need a computer bag by then because it sounds like you're going to buy yourself one. And Todd was, he was annoyed with me. He's like, well, you told everyone I didn't get anything for your stocking. And I was like, well, you didn't get anything for my stocking. <laughs> and I said, it didn't, that part didn't really bother me. What bothered me is that you were annoyed with me that you're, he got annoyed with me because like, I usually allocate the stockings to Todd yeah. and he just kind of like, you know, he does like, it's like a fun for him to do. But this year there was a lot going on and I just took it upon myself, but it never occurred to me. Like he did buy stuff for both of our stockings in the past. I mean, it was like little things, whatever, but it feels weird for me to buy something for myself for a stocking. And he of said, course. he said to me, did you get stuff for the girl's stockings? And in my head I was thinking, well, yeah. And then I also bought stuff for his stocking, but he didn't buy when we were doing the stockings that night. He's like, where's the stuff for your stocking? And I'm like, I don't know, Todd, where is it? And he's like, well, you said you were doing the stockings. Oh, God, now I've got to take stuff out of my stockings and put it in yours. And I'm like, is this a real conversation? You're mad at me because you have to take stuff out of your stocking? You could still have the stuff if it bothers you. And he was, like, really annoyed. And then he got annoyed because I complained to Monica about it. And Monica and I were laughing about it. 
And then he thought it would be a great idea to get back at me by talking about the computer bag. On this the after show does a lot of damage to relationships. God, it's really it. drama. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. We were discussing at the break uh, what Franck got you for Christmas, and what is it? Franck nailed it. Uh -huh. He got me a cuckoo clock. I've <laughs> always wanted one, and I was so excited when I opened it. I couldn't wait to set it up. But it's a modern-looking cuckoo clock. It is, it is, clock. and this, this is the cuckoo Is there it. a bird? Yeah, there's a little bird. Oh. Oh, oh it's, it's so pleasant. Like so it does a little chirp and a cuckoo. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. It sounds like a Hawaiian bird a little bit. Can we hear it again? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, now, sure. so you were saying that you can actually... It's so pleasant. You... Oh, that is nice. Maybe I want one. It's super cute. It's modern looking. It looks like more kind of like a box. And that is he, like he just really totally truly. Love a box. Did you ever tell him that you wanted? A I mentioned it once, and uh -huh. he remembered. Oh, that's like very thoughtful. So thoughtful. That is. Wow, yeah. he's just a just a nice guy. He's he a lovely, lovely guy. Does he have any plans to go to Puerto Vallarta again without you? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. So the cuckoo clock. Um, what is nice about it is you were saying you can set it so it doesn't cuckoo while you're sleeping. Yeah, but also I feel like it's insensitive of me to have the cuckoo on even during the daytime because then like the walls, you know, oh, the fuck neighbors. That neighbor. The no, no, no. You cuckoo care about the donkey long. tooth slut next door? I do. I turn it up. It. Is it that loud though? I it's can't not imagine. That loud. It's not loud at all. It's not that loud. But I'm imagining me in my apartment being like, "Who has a cuckoo clock and who has this on? What psycho?" So what's the point in a cuckoo clock if you're going to turn off the cuckoo? I know. I'm yeah. being precious about Leave it. Leave that I have cuckoo to just, on. Thank you. I, yeah. I think I'm going to. And yeah. it's it's actually a nice cuckoo. It's it is pleasant. It's pleasant. It yeah. is pleasant. It's like Thank a you. um like a yeah. It's, yeah. And it's it a pretty it's a little pretty bird. Does yeah. it cuckoo like for every hour it's three o'clock it cuckoos three times? Yes. So at oh. eleven o'clock it cuckoos eleven, 11 times. times. <laughs> that is a lot. What about at eight o'clock? Eight times. <laughs> really? Yes. And at six? Six times. Fuck but you. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> but the last cuckoo is nine PM and the first cuckoo is six AM. That's nice. Which is actually good for me because I wake up a little early, so it would be a nice way to just kind of like. But you need it's sitting on your dining room table right I, now. I, I hung it actually. It oh. wasn't hung up at the time. Where is it? it what room? It's I live in one room. It's a studio. I only have one room. It's a what? Yeah, it's I live in, in a room. studio. 
Wait, you live in one room? Yeah. It's called a studio apartment. What, your bed's in the same room as your dining room? As my fridge, <laughs> as my stove, as my dishwasher. Are you kidding me? It's all in the same room. I want to see pictures. Oh, God, you are <laughs> so He's always looking there. <laughs> yeah. One room. Yeah, but it's What about your bathroom? The, well, the bathroom does have a door. Yeah, it does has a door. Yeah. Wow, a yeah. studio. But so I your really kitchen's like, in the bedroom. Just like, imagine that. <laughs> a studio. Wow, I've never heard of such what? a thing. Everyone in Los Angeles. No, I know like in college, studio. when I was in my dorm, it was all in one room. That's correct. And a lot of people So it's live, like a dorm. I had, I've lived in a couple studio studio apartments. Yeah. It's called a studio apartment. Yeah. It's a zero. It's a zero and one. Like on the rentals. Oh. One and one. It doesn't have a it's like a one room. So you can see your kitchen from your bed. Sure can. Really? And then where's your TV? I have like a divider. There's a where the bathroom I just can't this conversation is so gross. (laughs) There's also I oddly have a fireplace, so that kind of like separates the space. You have a fireplace? I do. I have a fireplace, yeah, and a mantle, the whole thing. Is it a working like a like a wood? No gas. Uh huh. Does it emit heat? A little bit. Uh But it kind of separates the bed area from the remainder of the Jeff, it's like a loft. A loft, it's a loft. Is, oh, yeah, it's like it. a loft. Call it a loft. Yeah, like yeah. a loft. It's a loft. That's yeah, what Jeff, you need. Jeff totally gets it. That's yeah. what you need to call it. That's what you need to call it. So anyway, all that to say, it's, it's a loft the, space. It's yeah. in the kitchen it's a loft part of on my one level. That's like yeah. Jeff's talk. <laughs> it's in the kitchen yeah. part of my loft. A first floor yeah. loft. Yes. Yeah, single level loft. Zero loft. Now Todd had a man cold over the holidays. Oh, he still does. Yeah, he has a man cold. He wants me to have a lot of sympathy for him. Last night I was trying to have sex with him, and he was like. I just can't do it. I'm, I just don't feel good. And I'm like, who turns? I'll do all the work. Like, who turns that down? And he just couldn't get himself to. He just, yeah. Oh, so he's been complaining a lot? Well, the, so when we were in Big Bear, Pepper was sick with a cold. And we went with another family. And one of those kids was really sick. Like, with real, like he was in bed the whole time. Uh. So I knew that somebody was going to get sick. And your brother gets sick, you know, if someone coughs in his direction. I'm the same way. Yeah. No so, immune system. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, he's, like, you know, going on and on about, he's, like, an expert when it comes to the color of phlegm and how to get rid of, like, he's, like, I need to sit in the shower. And then I hear him in the, I hear him in the morning, this morning, and he's, like, in there, and he's, like, oh. (laughs) I'm, like, what the fuck is he doing in there? He's, like, moaning about his, you know, his headache. He's, like, my head hurts. Can't you just give me some sympathy? And I'm, like, I mean, Okay. So Quinn is here. So it's bring your uh, daughter to work day. Quinn is in the green room she with is. the sound off. Yeah. She cannot see or hear us. That's correct. But now you were in the car on the way and Todd called. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He called. He was so excited that Quinn was coming with me. And he's like, have fun. Good luck today. And I was like, okay, thanks. And I started to tell him about dropping Pepper off at camp. And, and I thought it was dead air. I was like, because he didn't respond. And I looked to see on my phone and the minutes are still, the seconds are still ticking. And I said, Hello? Hello? And he's like, I'm here. I'm just working. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, I, and I'm like, well, I, I, I just wanted to make sure you were still there. And he's like, I am. He's like, I just, I didn't know we were going to be on the phone for 20 minutes. I'm like, well, you called me. <laughs> he's like, I'm working. And I'm like, but you called me. And he, I, yeah. So then Quinn is laughing. She's like, why does daddy do that? I'm like, I don't know. Does no. he know how to take her to camp? Are, 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 to are we concerned pepper? about pepper safety with him today? Um, he did not take Pepper to camp. I took Pepper to camp. I was calling him to tell him that I had, or he was calling me and I was telling to him, I was saying to him, I dropped her off. How did Pepper do in Big Bear? She did okay. She can't ski. I mean, maybe someday we'll, you know, get her up on that, but I don't want to be the one to teach her. So, um, she did good. You know, I mean, she was a little bored, I think. 
There wasn't any snow. It snowed while we were there. Any damage to the house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Are you going to get that deposit back? She gets a little um, restless, and then she gets into things. And, yeah, so she there was a hot tub. She wanted to get in the hot tub. And I was a little overstimulated myself. I let Todd take Quinn to the slopes with everybody, and I was home with Pepper. I had, like, a little cabin fever. So she kept wanting to do things. And she always wants to do things that are, like, messy or destructive. So she wanted to play with her chemistry set, which I was like, well, wait for daddy to come home to do that. She wanted to bake cookies. I'm like, well, we're at high altitude. I had to do everything. I'm like, oh. So poor thing. I mean, I do feel a little bad for her, but eventually I'm like, what about the hot tub? And she's like, I want you to come in with me. And I'm like, oh, Pepper, it's like 29 degrees. <laughs> no, I don't want to go in with the hot tub, but you can go in the hot tub. And she's like, I don't want to go by myself. And I'm like, it's going to be awesome. You go out there. You... And she had the cold. I'm like, you'll get all the steam. Daddy says it's good for your cold. So I threw her in the hot tub, and Danielle and I are inside having a glass of wine, and everyone's taking a nap other than me and Danielle, of course. And I have some really good pictures of Todd napping in Big Bear. <laughs> um, and uh, Danielle says to me, "What? what's that noise? And I said, what noise? And she's like, that water. Do you hear the water running? And I'm like, oh, I'm sure someone's taking a shower upstairs. And she's like, okay. And then a few more minutes go by, and I'm like, yeah, what is that noise? <laughs> So I get up and I'm looking around and I go walk in the backyard and there's Pepper. She has managed to, I don't know what she did. Like she caused like a tidal wave in the in the hot tub. Half the water out of the hot tub is gone and she's got the jets on. So they're spraying water like all over the backyard. And I'm like, my God. And she's standing in front of it like, woo. And there's like water everywhere. It's like a mud. It's like mud everywhere because it's not oh. snowy. And she's screaming and yelling and I can't get to her because there's so much, I don't want to get wet. It's like, it's like a giant jet like shooting water out so i'm like i've got a towel and i'm like holding it up i'm like pepper pepper turn it off she's like i can't turn it off i'm like oh my god and i'm yelling for todd but of course he's sleeping so i had to like like use the towel to get up close so that the water wasn't spraying right at me and turn it off and then get her out and then i had to wake todd up and he's like god i don't know what she did here so there were several hours we didn't know if it was permanently broken but i think he managed he had to refill the water and then play with it a little bit and it did she break anything else she um, reset the remote so that it um, <laughs> set to like a blind person setting. So every time you change the channel, and I don't know how she did it. <laughs> it was the second night we were there. So everyone, the whole nine of us, had to, it was the living room remote. And every time we changed the channel, it'd be like, channel 42, <laughs> ABC taken, starring Liam Hemsworth, or <laughs> Liam Shriver, whatever it was, whoever the Liam, whatever. Neeson. Neeson, thank you. And it would be like, <laughs> rated R for sexual content. Like it kept going and you change it again. It'd be like, <laughs> it would be like, rated PG. And it was so, it was so like, monot like the, the voice was so monotonous and annoying and everyone was so angry about it. And I was like, I don't know how to fix it. Like all of the kids were like, why turn this thing off? And we'd be watching a movie, but it would like chime back in and be like, we watched that movie, Good Good Guys. Have you seen that movie? Is it? Yeah. Oh my God, you would love it. Yeah. Do you know what movie that is? Is it, so. is it animated? It's like, no, it's like no. Cops, right? No, like no, no, no. It's a new movie with kids. It's um, oh. like a. Oh it's my an God. animated. It is so funny. No, it's it's like a um, American Pie or like it's like oh. one of those movies, but it's like a new one. I think it's called Good Guys. So what happened? And Nice Guys. I don't know. What it's, it's from called. 2016. The no, nice it's guys? Good oh. Guys or Good Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's What's called. The, go with the, the story. The woman go. was like, good, good guys. Good boys. 
now playing rated R starring and it kept going like through the movie it would like chime back in if you turned up volume 46 volume 47 so it was every, it was every, every fucking time for the rest of the trip that's what we had to listen to now you said that you saw Taken Oh my God. How was that movie? Jeff, you have to you talk about the scary thing about kidnapping. That movie, I I was like, I had to have a, like a drink after. It was, my, my adrenaline was going. It is so frightening to watch these two girls. They're 17 and 19. They lie to their parents about where they're going. They let them fly to another country. They get totally kidnapped and trafficked. And then it's about him going and finding his daughter. And like how easily it could happen in these stupid girls. Like I went 17. through this last week. Oh my God. This is ve- this is exactly what happened to me last week. You got taken? No. Oh. My my daughter was uh, Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Potentially right. abducted. Right. Trafficked and abducted, yeah. yeah. It's really funny to make jokes about that, by the way. I I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah. I, I think it was, she was almost kidnapped, is almost. what is the way I understood it. But I also think that it's probably not appropriate content for a radio. Oh, okay. Well, it's, I mean it was She was returned safely. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She was returned well, safely. Maybe your content helped her be returned safely. Perhaps. I think so. Yeah. There was a lot of threats and warnings. Yeah. And we had every intention of following through with those threats and warnings. So he, you know, he doesn't like following the rules. The so, truth is. Sorry, you have to follow the rules. Sorry. If, yeah. We have an agreement. I, like, if he hadn't have returned her, that would have been oh, it a very, very unforgivable, terrible thing. Right. It's, it's yeah. But it all worked out. It all worked out. Yeah. But it was a lot of stress. I can imagine. A lot of letters uh, back and forth and a lot of money. Actually. I cannot imagine, by the way, what it would be like for all divorced parents that are having contentious issues, like not knowing where your kids are at all times. I just can't even imagine what that would be like. That would be an impossible thing mm-hmm. to have to live with for yeah. me, especially when they're that age to just just to not know even like if like even have a babysitter is like I'm taking your kid to the park and which park and for how long are you going and mm-hmm. to not know like even remotely where your kid is is got to be very stressful and hard well we we narrowed it down to the resort there was just no um there was no house number so I would have to go and door knock if I needed to because there was no house number but I mean <clears throat> if there was an emergency there like how would mm-hmm. are you an emergency contact like how would if like, let's say something happened to Gage while she he was with her, how right. would they find you? Um, Scotty, Scott was there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Scott was there. Do you know that? No, I know that for a fact. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about kidnapped. But it all it all ended. <laughs> it all trafficked. ended. Yeah, I don't know if Scott was kidnapped or. Oh my god. But um, it's it all ended. I'm glad well. it ended the way it did. We had a really nice New Year's. And, um, you know, I, I always, when you go through all this stuff, like today I was thinking, okay, I was like, had Dr. Donna in, um, you know, in my head and I was like, okay, well reframe, like, what is the, what are the positives? Well, since I remember when I first started bringing up the issue of parental alienation, um, the attorney and the therapist was saying, you really just want to spend as much time with her as possible because it'll strengthen your bond. Yes. And then she, it will help her you know, deal with whatever negative things are being said about you. So I have been working very hard over the last few months to create like these really special moments between she and I. That's good. And she had said to the therapist, the therapist told me that she was really, really having a lot of fun with her daddy, Jeff. Yeah. And that we've been spending a lot of time together. And I find that she is just talking like Quinn's a big talker. 
right? She can be when she gets to know you. When she's, yeah, yes. when she's comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Monroe and I are really communicating now. She's really telling me things, really talking. Right. So there is some good things that have come out of this conflict. Yeah. I think, or a good, a good thing that's come out of this conflict. She, Monroe to me seems definitely, Todd and I talked about this after Christmas. She seems more relaxed or in a group setting to me than I've ever seen her. And mm-hmm. she seems to be really enjoying herself in a group setting, which I think is really awesome like whereas sometimes I felt like she felt a little intimidated or a little like reserved now I don't feel like that's the case but I'm also making a very conscious effort for her to spend a lot of time with her family I so think she feels more really comfortable important. and safe yeah and that's important um but right. I also what I do want to say too though I don't want you to diminish like I know we've talked about this but you and w- when you guys talk about like Gage taking her on a trip somewhere and you keep saying like you don't want her to miss out on an opportunity yeah which I totally understand to some degree. But when they're little like this, I just think that in my experience, the kids really value spending time with you, even if it's just at home. The, like, it's great that someone could take them to Mexico. That's awesome. But yeah. really, you could spend the weekend at the pool at home. And to them, it's the same. You could take them to Hawaii or Santa Barbara. It doesn't matter. They just want to be with you. So I would tell you, like, before you are so ready to like give up days to let her go do something that's just like a trip somewhere, just remember that like what you're saying is really important to have her spend time with you and like those one-on-one moments, even if it is just like making dinner together or, you know, like something really simple. Like that is what is going to make her feel connected we would be and safe. Ordering dinner together, right? Yes. Of course. Thanks for listening. If you want more of this, listen to Jeff Lewis Live every weekday on Sirius XM, as well as the Jeff Lewis channel exclusively on the Sirius XM app. For a three-month free trial, go to SiriusXM.com slash Jeff Lewis. Terms apply. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.